Hello and welcome to episode number 37 of The Heart of Teaching. I'm Nathan Rivers, and in today's episode, Mr. Rizuki talks about the importance of integrity and how it's crucial to keep your word. If you haven't done so already, be sure to follow us on Instagram. The link to do so is available in the episode description. The Heart of Teaching proudly supports Mom Stop the Harm. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to The Heart of Teaching. I'm Dave Rizicki with my friend and my producer, Nathan Rivers, and thank you for joining us today. By definition, the word integrity means the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. Now, at the beginning of the school year, when I get a new group of students, usually grade eights, I talk to them about the importance of integrity related to giving someone your word. And I tell them that when you give someone your word, that defines who you are as a person and ultimately how others will view you. And when you don't follow through with your commitment, and there can be extenuating circumstances, but if you don't follow through with your commitment, there's always a consequence. Some consequences are more severe than others, but make no mistake about it. There's always a ripple effect. You may just not see it initially. I talk to them about this because I tell them that at one point, they may need a letter of reference from me, especially if they're in grade 12. So beyond the fact that they've got great marks and a great work ethic, I always ask them, are you a person of your word? Can I trust you in what you say? Do you have integrity and quality of character? Because if you do, I'm all in, and I'll write you a great letter, and I'll support you. But if I believe you lack integrity, I'll tell you that I can't write that letter, and I'll tell you why. Then I tell them a story to illustrate my point and give them some context. Well, several years back, one of my former students and football players got caught at a school function. He was drinking beer and he was smoking dope, and he was in a lot of trouble. He contacted me and asked me if I would speak on his behalf at a hearing. Now, the hearing was to decide whether he was going to be expelled from the school or if he was going to be suspended. And I agreed to do it, but under one condition. I told him that I needed him to give me his word that something like this would never happen again that I was putting my reputation on the line to speak on his behalf. And of course he agreed to that. So when I spoke, I spoke from the heart and I told the administration that he was basically a good kid and he made a bad decision. And he knew the difference between right and wrong, but not dumb and smart. And I thought it would be a safe bet to give him one more opportunity and not to expel him. Well, the administration listened to me and again, they gave him a week suspension, no expulsion, and they also allowed him to attend all the grad ceremonies. And so I was hoping that this was going to be the last event that I would ever have to speak on his behalf. Well, a couple of months later, I was coming to school and it was a Monday morning and I hadn't worked the last dance of the year. And when I got to school, there was all the, uh, the talk in the staff room. And I found out that he had gotten caught again drinking and smoking dope. Shortly after I got that information, I was contacted by the same young man and he said to me, Coach, I'm in real trouble this time. And he explained the circumstances around it and the peer pressure and he pleaded once again with me to speak on his behalf. But this time, I said no. And I said no because I reiterated what I had asked him. I said, you told me that you weren't going to do this again. I said, I put myself on the line for you 
and you gave me your word. And his response, he said, Coach, I'm sorry, but, but come on, it's grad. I'm a kid. Everyone does it. And I said, and I can't. I can't do this. But there was more. There were three schools, universities, that were looking at him for football. They were trying to recruit him. I actually said to this young man, I said, because of you not keeping your word, here's what I want you to do. I want you to phone each of those schools and you tell them not to contact me. I said, because if they do, it's not going to be good what I have to say because I can't trust you. You can't, you can't keep your word. And he told me at that point, he goes, once again, he goes, coach, I'm only 18. He goes, it's something that all 18 year olds do. I said, but you gave me your word and that means everything to me. And he just kind of looked at me and when he contacted me, he looked at me and he said, you can't do this. And I said, I'm not asking you to do anything outside of the norm when you don't keep your word. Phone those coaches and tell them not to contact me. And he looked at me once again and he said, all right, coach, I understand. Well, he heard me, but he didn't listen to me. And he also never made those phone calls. And two out of those three schools that he was looking for a scholarship opportunity for, they contacted me. And when their coaches had a discussion with me, I told them that he was a tremendous athlete, but I questioned his maturity and his decision-making. And both of those coaches asked me about his integrity. And I said, sadly, that it was lacking. They thanked me for being candid and said they respected what I had to say. They also said it must have been difficult for me to talk to them about this. And it was. It's not something I wanted to do, but it's something that I had to do. Because if I hadn't told him this, and he went to their schools on scholarship and made the same mistakes with those coaches that he made with me, those coaches would question my ability to judge the quality of character of my students and my players. And as a result of that, the next time I recommended an athlete to their school or their program, they would dismiss what I had to say. And as a result, some other athlete may lose a valuable opportunity. Well, my player, he found out I had talked to these schools. And I, I told him what I said, and more importantly, why I said it. Well, he was livid. He said I was playing with people's lives, and I had no right to do that. And I just shook my head. And I said, this isn't a game. I'm not playing with your life. I'm actually trying to teach you about life. Well, he didn't want to hear that. And he just basically stormed out of the room. Now, after that second incident, there were consequences, and they were much more severe than the first time he was caught. He was able to, however, attend his grad ceremony, but he and I had very little to do with each other. He never apologized, and uh, we just never kept in touch. Now, I did try and reach out to him just before grad, but he didn't want anything to do with me. And ironically, he also decided not to play football after high school. So when I talk to my current students and players, I tell them this story. And I tell them once again to illustrate how important their word is and the quality of their character. And that you can't ask people to speak on your behalf if they question your integrity. Because ultimately, that defines who you are as a person. This is Dave Rizicki with Nathan Rivers. Thanks for joining us today. Please take care, be well, and as always, peace. Peace.